Yep, sorry. Welcome to episode. Welcome to another episode of the Oscar Central Podcast. I am your host, Ricky Valera. On today's episode, we're going to continue our missed Oscar-tunities here by tackling the best actor category. Um, first, I'd like to welcome back Kenzie. It's nice to have you back. Thank you. I like mentally took a week off because we're going to say because I didn't like the North event. But then wild change of events. I saw it again yesterday. I'm back. I'm back. I'm an egghead for life. I'm back. I'm so happy to hear that. I know. I almost didn't go, but I was like that um, Eggs Benedict movie's coming out. And I was like, the Northman's probably going to be gone. So I was like, got to check it out again. And you could have went and saw Memory. Um, or not. not. Or not. <laughs> literally not playing at the theater I went to <laughs> good <laughs> like because I was like I wonder what he's up to then I was like it's not even playing like it's not even an option um but yeah I'm really happy I saw the Northman again I just want to say nobody texted me back in our group chat but question for the group I have gone to a movie pretty much twice a week since February I have seen one trailer every single time I've gone what trailer is it? Elvis. I've seen the Elvis trailer once in theaters. I we Lightyear. Multiver- Lightyear. I've never seen the Lightyear trailer in theaters. I would guess it was um, Doctor Strange. Bob's Burgers. <laughs> oh wait, actually, wait, now that you say true. it, yeah. yeah, 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 you're right. Like, yeah, wow. I've never seen the trailer. I literally Googled it to uh, see, like, was this movie delayed, and like that's why I've been seeing it for so long. <laughs> absolutely not delayed oh like this year at least like was coming out may 27th or whatever this entire calendar year wow every single time like alamo draft house don't know what's going on stop yeah. attaching it to everything stop it yeah stop it oh, it's not just them <laughs> so the thing is though, it doesn't come out for another four like three or four weeks so. so but the thing is it goes crimes of the future on the count of three bob's burgers men what is that what if these things is not like the others (laughs) like and the thing is like every single time like the crimes of the future trailer is really loud and then like the other ones are kind of mellow and then for some reason the bob's burgers trailer is really loud like it's weird i don't know it's just wild tired of that trailer tired of it tired of it tired of it yeah that's how i feel about the elvis one it's literally in front of everything we have Mm -hmm. I've only ever seen the, I've seen the Elvis trailer once now, I think. I've That's only it. seen I it. I see it all the time. Yeah, the second time I saw the Batman, it was in front of it. And I was mm-hmm. like, wow, this is a great trailer. And then I've never seen it again. <laughs> I try to avoid trailers as much as I can. I literally text our group chat, Kenzie, was it a good trailer or not? And she'll just say thumbs up, thumbs down. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I love refuse. trailers. I refuse a, to watch them. There's a, a performance I hope I get to select tonight that um, has the one of the greatest trailers of all time. Only like two people Ooh. could possibly know what I'm talking what? about. All right. And oh, well, hi, Jake. How are you? Hello. How's everyone? Great. Uh, I, tired. Got, I really kind of <laughs> wanted to like match you with like the fan. I wanted to give a moving palm tree behind me. Oh, okay. So I wanted to feel like you know include it and jacob has his one fan like that's mm-hmm. gonna like retweet everything is that fan yep that's that's my person someone's <laughs> someone's tweeted about it at jacob's yeah. fan yes i'm making the well, account as we speak <laughs> yeah. can, you, can you just send me a couple pictures of the fan because like, <laughs> he and i are going to joint run this account actually <laughs> Returning to the show this week is Dan and Nicole. How are you guys? Hi. I like that we're like a little package deal. (laughs) (laughs) We did not plan to be a package deal ever. It just seems like we are. Yeah. All right. So everybody on the panel knows how this works. But if you're listening for the first time at home, basically what we're going to do is two, two first, uh, two, two round drafts where the first of two round drafts is going to be focused on the actors that were nominated but lost the second of the uh, two rounds will be focused on the best actor snubs. These are the ones that were not nominated at all. 
Um, this should be a fun category since we are covering best actor. There's going to be a lot of Bradley Cooper, maybe a lot of Jake Gyllenhaal, a little bit of everything going on in this episode because neither one of them have, they both have something in common. They neither one of them have won an Oscar. So one of them be- is going to do the Bernstein pick. The other one is not interesting. Interesting. Sorry to Eric Anderson. <laughs> So it's going to be it's going to be quite an interesting show. Um, I've got a couple of picks up my sleeve and I'm really hoping nobody takes them. But, you know, it is what it is. Like we do every week, I've got the randomizer randomizer up and we're going to make Dan pick a number between one and three to see who goes first. Uh, And between one and three. Yes. Um, Okay, three. (laughs) One, two. And three, our first order of the night is Ricky, Kenzie, Jacob, Dan, and Nicole. Classic. <laughs> nice. Classic. Uh, this Classic. is phenomenal. I'm Perfect. so thankful to not go first. <laughs> I, well, see, Kenzie and I were on the air prior talking for a few minutes, and I'm already going to go ahead and just take this one and knock it off the belt here. And I'm going to go with Mickey Rourke for the wrestler. Um, hands down, should have won. Not even close. It was, it's, I don't, still don't understand how he lost. And I even told Kenzie before we got on the air that when, we, when she brought it up, I was like, every time I talk about this performance, it makes me want to go rewatch the film. So that's probably what I will do. So um, I love that movie. I don't blame you for picking that. I am glad that someone else did because I had so many options for this that I made a rule that if I like the person who won that year, that I'm not going to pick one of the other nominees. And Sean Penn in Milk holds a very, very, very special place in my heart. So. Don't blame me. I just, yeah, that one hurts. I'm sorry, but he's brilliant in that movie. He really is. He, um, so I've been talking a lot recently about jaw acting because of the dropout. And he does some <laughs> incredible jaw acting in that movie because he, he, he really nails his voice and his mannerisms with his mouth, which was like, he was like a public speaker, you know? So we have a lot of footage of him speaking publicly and just, I, he really did like, like, I hate him as a human being, but he really nailed Yeah, see, for me, like, I loved it. So obviously with my days of being a professional wrestler, like, it really, like, he nails every single, like, mannerism possible, which really blew me away uh, just all the way around. So, like, it just is an incredible, authentic performance at that, too. If Darren Aronofsky's going to do something, he's going to get a great performance out of someone. And they're going to lose the Oscar most times. Don't say that about Brendan Fraser. Womp womp. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Kenzie, you are up. Okay, I won't surprise anyone. I'm just going to start out with a Sofia Petrillo quote. Picture it. February 24th, 2019. <laughs> a man's Oscar clip is him lip syncing and he beats Bradley Cooper. I just like literally <laughs> will never recover. Um, I personally love Bradley Cooper in A Star is Born in 2018. I love every version of A Star is Born, like even the Barbra Streisand. I love them all. So I'm going to select Bradley Cooper in A Star is Born specifically. I think it's his best performance to date. Um, I'm, I'm very like optimistic about Maestro given all the Netflix thing going on. I'm concerned about its Oscars campaign, but he has like a weird trajectory with the Oscars. And I really thought that at the beginning of 2018 that A Star Is Born, which has the greatest trailer in modern history, um, was going to pay off for him. And it just didn't, like, I can't believe it won one Oscar. Like it is shocking, but he's so great in that film. And yes, he gave us a lot of memes, but you know, the Grammy scene could have been his Oscar clip. (laughs) (laughs) Like I just, they did him so dirty. They did him so dirty. I, I don't know. I, it sucks that I don't even think he was number two. Like, I don't think he was number two. He just like didn't campaign until like January when he showed up at Lady Gaga's Vegas show to sing shallow. It was a little too late. I just am devastated just like when I watched this movie for the first time. Pour one out for B Coops. Such a great performance. God, I listen to that soundtrack at least once a day. I'm blown away that um, he performed at state, like 
Stagecoach, Coachella, and Glastonbury. And that at Glastonbury, he performed during Chris Christopherson's set. Yeah. Which is just- It's incredible. Iconic behavior. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Devastating. It's like obviously a running joke for my life that he doesn't have an Oscar, but <laughs> what are you gonna do? I'll give him an honorary one. What if that's how he gets an Oscar? Probably will. They're like 18 nominations, zero wins. We got to honor him somehow. Give him an honorary Oscar. This is for The Hangover. (laughs) (laughs) Don't bring up Todd Phillips. I will. I love The Hangover. So Jacob. Um, So I'm going to go last week. My first pick was Moneyball. And so I'm going to stay in that realm. And I'm going to go Brad Pitt for Moneyball. Nice. Um, I think it's. I think it's easily, in my opinion, his best role. And I think it's easily, in my opinion, his hottest role. And I love, I like the artist, but um, I like the artist, but Brad Pitt was so much better. He was just blow, blew me away, still blows me away that, that movie in general. Um, that's my first pick. He got me to care about baseball, which has like not happened to me since Madonna. Um, like <laughs> I knew Dan would be the only one to think that's funny. Um, he's so good in Moneyball, and I think that a lot of it relies on like him being charming, because like he, the way he eats in that movie, and I know it's like a running joke with him like eating in movies, but like the way he eats in that movie is so unattractive. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, like not to quote Bella Hadid, but like, he's going to get it, you know? Like, <laughs> he's very, he's so good in that movie. He like knows when to play his personality up or down or just like melts into the background, which is obviously very hard with the dialogue in that movie. Um, but yeah, I love that performance. But I do think if he had been in the correct category, his Oscar win would be better. For anyone listening to this, everyone nodded. I'm not a psycho. Like, everyone <laughs> <nodded>. <laughs> like yeah. Dan, you are up. I am. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Um, I'm looking at this list and being like, He's gonna, uh, Dan prefacing, I'm not gonna pick anyone if I liked their the who won that year. I'm like immediately googling anyone he picks to double check who won that year. <laughs> I well, th- I don't think I'll get I have, any I argument. Have, yeah. I don't think I'll get any argument on on this one because it's one of the all-time great screen performances. Um, Jimmy Stewart in Mr. Smith <gasps> Goes to Washington. I It pains me to this day that he didn't win for that. And then he won the next year for a fucking supporting role in the Philadelphia story because they had to make it up to him because like, ugh, he's so... He's so brilliant in that movie. It's a brilliant choice yes. of casting and he repays that that monologue on the the floor of Congress. I uh, I'm going to say this now because now that you've picked him for one role I'm not going to do him for another. But okay. I Wait, did he's I on also my list that, too. Like, I what also you- believe he got the Oscar for the wrong thing. Um oh, but I uh, actually absolutely. give it I actually give it to It's a Wonderful Life because oh, his performance man. in that is such a difficult role to pull off because it's a delicate balance, that role mm-hmm. of being likable enough for us mm-hmm. to like care if he jumps off the bridge. Um, well, also, Spoiler alert. Wait. Yeah, he, for a movie and that's really. my problem with that movie. I don't know what it says about me, but I kind of don't care if he jumps Wait. off the bridge. Like, but that's the thing. Like you want, like, I think he does with another actor in that role, we wouldn't have cared at all, but he has yeah. to be bad enough that we believe that he needs like this intervention. Like, I know. He, know, he won lead role. for the Philadelphia story. Yeah, it's precise. Yeah. And oh, it, was, it is a supporting. supporting it is a oh, supporting okay. definition of a supporting. Role. Yeah, okay. it, 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 like, he yeah. is Wait, not the lead in okay. any way, shape, or form of that movie. Like, <laughs> if he's the lead, then there's four leads. <laughs> yeah, it's no, at least, <laughs> okay. absolutely not. He is. Yeah, that is a supporting performance, and he won in lead because yeah. back then it was if you are a star, you are in the lead category. And but I think Mr. Smith goes to Washington would also have been a better choice. So yeah, that monologue yeah. that you brought up, <sighs> I 
It's just so good. And like, you know, when like monologues are fall flat in courtroom scenes, I'm like, somebody mm. didn't see this movie. Like, but I yeah. was going to say him later, but I'm not going to because like, I just have too many options. Um, in Vertigo, I oh. just adore that. Vertigo. Movie. He's so he good. That movie so only getting like movie. two Oscar nominations and what it was like set criminal yeah like I just if I had been alive then that would have been my villain origin story (laughs) (laughs) you think I tweet about Bradley Cooper in a Star Wars world but like literally he's just such a phenomenal actor and like I feel like there are so many you could say for him and Mm -hmm. yeah but I I I mean Rear Window too like Rear Window they're classic Hollywood actors I think he's the most underrated Yes. Yeah. Okay. You know what? Similar to Brad Pitt, where they're just so stunning, you like ignore how wonderful they are at acting. But they're playing um, Rear Window at Alamo Draft House. If anyone is listening, they're playing it. Wait, really? This, yeah. I don't know when in May, but some point. So. Okay. I have to go. Love it's one of my favorite that movies. Movie. Of all time. Yeah. <laughs> Nicole. Okay. Hey, Nicole. Is it my turn? It's so okay. funny because yeah. I was like, Nicole um, just went, but no, that was Nicole's no. shout out. Off N- Nicole just cheated. <laughs> is what she did. Um, but yeah, so honestly, I, I'm on this podcast right now, even though I like maybe should have said no to it because I got back from being on vacation literally like a half hour ago. Um, but I couldn't not come on here and talk about how Adam Driver should have the Oscar for Marriage Story. Yes. Because first of all- yes. I think Joaquin Phoenix is a very talented actor. There are several roles I would rather him have that. Come Oscar on, come on. Including come on, come on. <laughs> well, um, there's other stuff favorite. too. I mean, her, like, literally oh, any other role. The master. Um, the master. Literally, just um, any, no, sorry, Ricky, but any other movie. Any anything other but, movie. anything, anything but, but Joker. Joker. Never forget when Ricky and I first started doing a show, we brought, <laughs> he brought up that he won for Walk the Line. And I had to remind him that he actually didn't. <laughs> Literally anything would have been better. Um, but also I think Adam Driver is like one of the most talented actors working today. Mm-hmm. I think that he in Marriage Story, again, it's someone who does like a very good job at walking a line of a character being like pretty shitty, but in a way that we still care what happens to him. And I think that, you know, that like big fight scene between uh, his character and Scarlett Johansson's character got memed a lot because it was taken out of context, but I genuinely think it is a fantastic scene. Um, I just, I love that movie so much. I also like really quick fun fact. Um, when I was sick, like early 2020 with what I now believe was probably an early strain of COVID. Um, and I had a like bad fever I laid in bed listening to him sing uh being alive in that movie on repeat and while doing that my fever broke so I'm not saying Adam ever cured my COVID but I think he might have so basically Pfizer Pfizer should get in touch with this man precisely but I was I was just talking about Adam Driver this morning um because (laughs) literally I could see that any day but I was talking about my favorite one of my favorite Adam Driver moments outside of movies is um martin scorsese talking about him at telluride and like adam driver's like on stage and i can't imagine listening to someone talk about you like that but every director's obsessed with him like spike lee's obsessed with him and i'm like that's that just says so much about someone to me and then if you think about like He's been all of his pers- co-stars are obsessed, obsessed with him. Particularly obsessed. his female co-stars are obsessed Which, with him. Understandable. Understandable. Yep. yep. Um, but I think that says so much about a man that like if everyone's obsessed with you. Like yeah. everyone. And, if he makes his know, female co-stars feel safe, then uh, yeah. we, we love to hear I, it. And like I think about like, so I loved him on girls so much. Mm-hmm. Um like, he's so really, funny on that show. He's so guys, funny. I've never watched girls, but I found on YouTube someone cut just his scenes. So I've Amazing. seen every scene he's in. <laughs> <laughs> there's of only, course they did. Of there's course only they did. one other scene, and it's um Christopher Abbott and um I can't think of her name. Oh my god. Oh, um, yeah, I know the one you're talking about. <laughs> I know her character's name. Marnie yeah. singing. Oh yes. my god. Yes, it's Just, so good. <laughs> I watch it all the time, but I'm like, I'm not that embarrassing. <laughs> but 
Adam Driver, he's clearly been acting for so long, but if you think about like the directors he's worked with over the last like eight or 10 years, it is absolutely insane. And he's yes. definitely one of the best actors working. The today. fact that he came out of like the military and went to Juilliard is so fascinating to me. Um, right. It's very interesting. And then like to be like, oh, he was in the military and look at his career is like, like what he's chosen to do. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what kind of man this guy is. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, but I want to know. Like if he wants <laughs> I saw he- him on Broadway and burned this and I met him afterwards. Mm-hmm. And um, the fact that he looked like I told him at the stage where I was like, I really loved your performance in Black Klansman. And he like, he's he's a, obviously a very shy person. And he had been kind of going down the road, just like signing and not really looking up at people. And he looked me dead in the eye and went, thank you so much. And I was like, I could die in this moment and I'd have, I'd have done what I needed to here. Like- <laughs> amazing yeah, so i would die i had to come I here and talk die mm-hmm. I would i'm die still recovering him. and it happened years ago <laughs> <laughs> i also like think about when spike lee won his oscar he like like fist bump or like he like hugged adam driver on the way up i was like come nope. to me let me involve let me be involved yep. <laughs> let me in this club <laughs> yes like please yep. also how tall is this man so tall he you know like, like I, I don't even know that. if he's actually that tall, but he has such tall energy. Okay, because and he I was built like a fridge. <laughs> yeah, I was just telling my husband that Jared Leto radiates short energy, even mm-hmm. if he's not short. Yes. And I was like, he was like, Adam well, Driver has big tall. Yeah, energy. he asked me, what's the opposite? And I was he like, Adam Driver energy. has tall energy. Like, yeah. don't know how yeah. tall. In the words of my little sister, when I once referred to him as a snack, she said, he's not a snack. He's like a whole rotisserie chicken. Oh my God. rotisserie chicken. So now every time we see a rotisserie chicken, we're like, hey, it's an Adam Driver. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. Next round. <laughs> I don't know um, how anyone follows Adam Driver. Sorry, Ricky. Denzel Washington, Malcolm X. There we go. That's oh my oh, oh my god, that got everyone. Yes. Um, that should absolutely. have been Denzel's second Oscar. Um, period. End of story. Um, yes, uh, he's incredible in that movie. Um, sorry to uh, Mr. Pacino, but uh, yeah. We'll get to him later. Mm. Earlier and later. But yeah. Uh, I love that. Okay. Um, I don't know why I'm looking at my phone. I made a note and I didn't write anything down. Um, I was going to go more recent. But you know, we just talked about him. I'll go Al Pacino, The Godfather, part two. Nice. Okay. I, I love it. I was going to no, Yeah, I'm still going to do that. I was going to say Dog Day Afternoon. Oh, but Jack Nicholson's so good. Oh, but Dog Day Afternoon. I know. Oh. I know. It's it's so good. Oh my god. I, yeah, I'm gonna. That's say a hard one. The, I'm gonna say The Godfather Part Two because Michael just means so much to me. Obviously not on his humanity level, but I love him in both God, both, both, both. Sorry, both. Um, he's a little wacky in part three, but um, <laughs> just a little. <laughs> I I think like this is like one of our last like he I don't know it's such a great movie and I feel every performance is so great and I love his chemistry with literally every person he shares the screen with, and I think like he had a harder performance to pull off with um the flashbacks I guess because you could like feel it was kind of like stealing your mojo in a way I don't really know I'm just saying this but uh he's just like I feel like when you're watching him I Michael is clearly like evil but I like he's already made the switch the door has closed in the previous movie we know what we're getting and Yet every scene with him, I'm like, what is he doing? And I think it just pays so much to his performance. And I feel like he loved Michael as a character so much. And I feel that every time he's on screen. And I think The Godfather Part Two is better than The Godfather. So ending it on that note. There you go. Um, 
Okay. I want I was good. I was actually gonna say Al Pacino and Dark Day Afternoon, but I'm not gonna go with that. Um I'm gonna go. So this actor lost to someone who was clearly in a supporting role for a movie that would have had four leads if he actually was the lead. And I'm gonna go <laughs> Toby Maguire, Charlie Chaplin for the great dictator. Nice. You, I literally thought you were saying Toby Maguire, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, "Toby, Toby Maguire was not in Charlie Chaplin. That was Robert Downey Jr. Jacob, back off." <laughs> no, the new Charlie Chaplin. Okay. No, I I, know. <laughs> I love his dual performance in The Great no, Dictator. Great. It's one of my favorite. Like, um, it's one of my favorite like classics. Uh, as a history nerd, I love it. Um, and I think. If you want to talk about like strong monologues, his at the end still like to this day is so good. Um, but yeah, so that's what I'm going to go with my pick. I need everyone to remind me I have one person I really want to shout out if no one picks him. Okay. I'm also going to put in a little quick self promo. I'm so sorry for doing this, Ricky. Um, if you'd like to hear Jacob talk more about the great dictator, that is true. <laughs> uh, we did an episode on uh, my podcast, Petticoats and Poppies, uh, where we talked about. Uh, that film and the history behind it so definitely go check that out considering that's like one of the first things Jacob ever talked to me about <laughs> yeah we gave him we, we when he guessed it we let him pick a movie and guess what he picked <laughs> yep amazing Dan no pressure like no pressure mm-hmm. you're up oh no okay so I went I went back and forth on this one because normally I like to do like one more modern and one more classic, but the, I, I decided for this to kind of not um, because I feel like the the Academy just does not nominate enough comedic performances in this category specifically. And I'm trying really, really hard to pick between two of the most genius comic performances in all, of all time here, but I'm gonna go with the one that it's probably more controversial, but I think it's oh. one of the most perfect performances ever. Um, Dustin Hoffman in Tootsie. Oh my oh. gosh, I love that. Bold, I like it. Because he is fucking hilarious in that movie and also like also kind of heartbreaking in some scenes and like just like the vocal work that he does when he mm-hmm. switches out of the Dorothy the jaw character again the jaw work <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and, and if you hear him talk about like how much doing that role meant to him and how much it opened him up to the experiences of women in the industry and he gets very emotional about it. So it clearly was something that he carried with him and he can sometimes be a a bit of a a method asshole, but um, in this case, I think he's he's really brilliant and deserved all the accolades. But that. big, big, big shout out to one of my favorite performances of all time, Peter Sellers and Dr. Strangelove. Yes. Because yes. like four, <laughs> yes. he plays four people. Mm-hmm. And they are each too. completely different. Mm-hmm. So different. And, oh and my so, God. she's got so many funny lines. I mean, well, what do you, how do you think I feel about it, Dimitri? <laughs> <laughs> like, I... I that movie shaped my sense of humor like I I gen like I genuinely like can pinpoint being like this is exactly what I find funny Mm -hmm. and like I remember my mom telling me he was like multiple characters and I was like how what literally how (laughs) yeah yep Mm -hmm. I just like and he just does it so well the line delivery is perfect every single time like flawless i I really wish i could have been in the room when they were like discussing like the tone and like how he was going to do it because it is it was clearly like a very big collaboration of like this is how you're going to do this and like him playing into it yeah it's so natural but at the same time it's like a 
performance, which makes it all that much better. Mm-hmm. I just, that's a good one to shout out. Yeah. And then the other two that I need to shout out are the greatest performance ever committed to screen, Marlon Brando in A Streetcar Named Desire. Nice. Literally yeah. the performance that changed acting in movies forever. 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 And the fact that he lost is a fucking travesty. Mm-hmm. And, um, and the one that I'm a simple man, I just make me cry Colin Firth in a single man. Nice. If he and Jeff Bridges could please switch Oscars. That's yes. great. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Yep. I, I love that yep. performance. And it's something that like, I personally get upset when I realize like what Colin Firth's Oscar is for. I mean, it's not a bad performance. It's just like, no. yeah, like he recently had better. So you're just mm-hmm. like, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah. But I think about that movie all the time. Perfect. Okay, I'm gonna it's just give... the way his, the the color like drains from his face on that is, phone because it... I feel like people don't realize that performance is so physical and yeah. like because it's like a subtle physical like something like that and mm-hmm. I just I can't wait to see him in um, the staircase. Yes, love Colin. Okay, same. Um, I'm gonna give two shout outs really quickly. One is. Uh, I maintain that Tom Hanks should have won the Oscar for Castaway. The fact that most of that mm-hmm. film is him acting just with himself is incredible. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you have like the physical transformation, but I just think like to be able to yeah. make a film that engaging when there is no one else there uh, is really impressive. Literally, if he, I c- maintain to this day, if he had not won two back to back, he would have won. He would have won that. Yep. Yep. Uh, the other shout out I want to give is we could have done a whole question about who should have won instead of Rami Malek. My personal <laughs> vote is for Willem Dafoe in Addie Turney's Gate. Um, because One of my, my vote- favorite Oscar nominations ever, by the way. Yeah. And my vote will always be for Willem Dafoe. Uh- <laughs> I, won't it- I won't hold it against you. In anything. You. I in won't anything. hold it against you because Willem Dafoe is the other man I would leave my husband yep. for if not Bradley Cooper. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Also, like, I am the biggest Vincent Van Gogh. Those are two very so- different <laughs> options. Yes. <laughs> I love this for you, Ken. Wait till you hear the third. But, oh, <laughs> um, but I'm actually going to go with Robin Williams and Dead Poet Society. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yay. I oh cannot believe that man never won a Best Actor Oscar. Oh. Um, someone who obviously was gone way too soon and probably would have gone on to win one at some point. I think that that performance, I mean, honestly, let's be real. I'm like a pretentious intellectual type that rocked my world as a child. Um, <laughs> I remember watching it in middle school and just like sobbing um, in my classmates. Wait, you, did, everybody like, watch, okay? did everybody watch this in school? Mm-hmm. I didn't watch it in school, but I watched I it in like summer camp while I was in oh, like so middle school. They, so they made us yeah. watch it in school, but I had already seen it. So I was like crying in anticipation of things. And I remember <laughs> I remember the girl, I was like, like, she wasn't like my friend outside of school, but she was like sitting mm-hmm. next to me all the time. She was like, What's happening? And then like she would watch the movie and then she would start crying. I just remember being like the biggest tell of like something that <laughs> happened. Yeah. Yep. Like Talk about a movie, no matter how many times you see it, you just ball your eyes. Still, out. every time, every time. Yeah, I, I'm like, I've been thinking about rewatching it, but I'm afraid to. Yeah. I'm like, I don't think I have time for that, frankly, <laughs> for the spiral I, it could put me on. <laughs> but yeah, I, I really wish he had an Oscar for that. That's a great one. I just want to shout out um, Michael Fassbender and Steve Jobs. I, yeah. I, I, if you show, if I talk about the movie, I could go on forever. But I just that performance is beautiful, stunning work, and I am devastated he lost to a terrible performance. I'm sorry. Agreed, agreed. I also need to yep. shout out like he's he has become a total caricature of himself, but Johnny Depp's nomination for the first Pirates yeah. of the Caribbean yes. movie is fucking brilliant and if i'm being also an honest, amazing nomination i would like, have amazing voted for no- him yeah like i yeah. would have voted for him that year because that is a wholly original character i mean like, to the mm-hmm. point where they they touched the ride like they touched yeah. the ride to add him in like i yep. that performance is not only like very much johnny depp in that character but he it's a performance it's so layered and it's like this big franchise movie like Mm -hmm. you don't expect that and i love the way his captain jack sparrow interacts with the other characters it's very different per character but like 
he knows how to do it if like Orlando and Kira Knightley are like both there it's just like that movie is like why you like him as an actor I mean obviously things have changed and I have muted him forever but like what a beautiful performance and what an amazing nomination amazing that's something that literally you see it in like in supporting actress like we saw it with you never see it in like lead actor never never yeah and like you'd be hard-pressed to find a comedic performance in general lead actor yeah i i do want to say that the pirates franchise is a franchise that um means so much to me and i'm not a blockbuster person and i the special effects in the one i cannot think of the movie but the one with the octopus guy Hmm. is better than some of the special effects yeah i think that's the third one that's better than some of the special effects i see now um just saying but bravo to him and his eyeliner Amazing. Amen. Yes. Best supporting eyeliner ever. Do you think Maybe. Keith Richards gave it to him? <laughs> Wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> okay, Ricky, I'm scared for round two. I hope everyone else is. That's speed, everyone. <laughs> we're just going to we're just gonna reverse the order for round two. So Nicole, Nicole Dan, Jacob, first. Hey, ah! Good. Because I know what I'm doing. Um so this will be shocking to literally know when I was listening to the music in the car on my uh, ride back from my vacation earlier today. Um, my first one has to be Oscar Isaac for Inside Llewyn Davis. Oh my God. Uh, I, was just, is... I was just Thank looking God. at that. Oh. No one was taking that from me. You would have started down. I'm so like, glad no, you no, said it. No, no. Um, I, it's like one of my favorite acting performances of all time. Um just like I would pick this just for the way that he performs the songs alone because I think that the way that he like treats those performances as like character pieces I think is really interesting um but there's so much that is so good in that film and I'm realizing now that I have thus far picked an entire set of performances that are basically like actors who manage to make shitty characters charming um (laughs) But I think also like all of his interactions with Carrie Mulligan in that film mm-hmm. are so good. But also the way that he reacts to everything that Adam Driver's character does never fails to make me laugh. Like the whole Out- bit with that cat. Outer space is Outer- um, some of the best line delivery in the history of lines. I it's so fucking funny. It's so funny. I genuinely believe that Please Mr. Kennedy is the best song ever written for them. Um, <laughs> I'm not joking when I say that. Um... But yeah, I love that performance so much. It, it's probably my favorite, like, lead actor performance of all time. It's a good one. Okay. Also, the fact that Oscar Isaac does not have an Oscar. Um, you know, make that make sense. It doesn't make sense. And I will say, this is like my favorite um, Oscar Isaac being cast as a Jewish person. Um, like it keeps happening. Don't understand it. But this is my favorite. As he said, he looks just. Ambish, ambiguously ethnic <laughs> literally yeah. every time he says that i like look at his filmography and i'm like nobody nope. knows what to do with him nobody nope. knows yeah. what to do with them no nope. amazing <laughs> but this is my favorite um oscar yeah. isaac as a jewish man performance <laughs> I, I feel like him and vin diesel ricky's favorite would be friends because vin diesel made a whole short movie about people not knowing what race he was <laughs> okay i so i was trying to google vin diesel and i meant to tell ricky this so i was trying to google him to send my friend his song because she had never heard it oh yes God, there it is there, there he is, he is. And, okay song. so i want everyone to try this at, later tonight if you google vin diesel space the first thing that pops up is this as ethnicity I was trying to Google Vin Diesel's song, so I put the Diesel space, and then it literally was ethnicity, and I was like, "No, I want to hear <laughs> his jam." His, the jam, like, it's so come good. On. <laughs> like, tell me why I said this to my friend. She says be like nine more back. She's like, "Look how many other songs he has." ridiculous i don't know how this turned into vin diesel but you're welcome ricky anyway thank you dan I, dan was that your pick vin diesel no it, 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 it was not my pick oh. it would not have been for if i was going to pick him it would be for pitch black but we're not doing that um, no pitch black i was bringing um, up another vin diesel movie. Anyway. um i so i realized that i was gonna do this and then i i decided not to because i have child performances are weird you never know how much of it is just the talent of the kid coming through versus how well they were directed but 
huge shout out to Mr. Jacob Tremblay yes. in this room because that child, <laughs> what the fuck? Dude, hearing hearing his like, um, God, who was the uh, director of Doctor Sleep? Mike oh, oh Mike yeah. Flanagan. Hearing yeah. him talk about the the Jacob Tremblay performance where he Which, like, by the way, Jacob Tremblay, Doctor Sleep. <sighs> yeah, that where he like freaked everyone out and literally even, like, scared everyone. He's a child, so and he like just hopped up and like ran to his dad and grabbed a juice box, and everyone's like <laughs> like frozen. Give <laughs> him better roles, please. Okay, this but like child. him, him and yeah. room is something that um I like I can't believe that performance. Like watching it, it yeah. is like incredible. And just like thinking about like, yes, Brie Larson was not like, I mean, yes, she had been a pop star, but like she hadn't been like, and we had short term 12, but like, you know, it wasn't like. And the United know. States of Tara. Yes. Don't forget. Yes. Yes. Oh, I love She that, learned so. from the best of Miss Tony She Collette. learned from the best. <laughs> but like, but then like to see him act on the same level, if not better, is <laughs> like, and he's a child. He doesn't understand the situation in the same way that like, Brie Larson and everyone else on set did. Like, mm-hmm. he just, oh, that's such a good one because crazy. I'm going to cry, like, thinking yeah. about anyway, him in that movie. So he's, he's not my pick. Um, no. the one that I, <laughs> I was like, that was the shout out because oh like, my I can't God. Pick him because, like, youth. But, um, youth. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, I, I have to do the one where, like, I was looking through, like, my list of movies that I've seen on Letterboxd trying to figure out, and I came across this movie. I'm like, uh, which which list is, like, was he was nominated for this, right? And I looked through the list of Oscar nominations, and I think right when Ricky started streaming this, I was like, oh, he wasn't even nominated? Um, Is uh, Errol Flynn in The Adventures of Robin Hood (gasps) from 1939, which, like... Oh, my gosh. I talk about a person who like set a precedent. (laughs) He is the ultimate swashbuckler and it is so charming. And I love that. That has always been one of my favorite movies. And he like, that is his defining role as one of Hollywood's biggest stars of that time. And he wasn't even nominated for it. So I'm upset. So also, that is my good actual in this pick. movie. Is, <laughs> oh yeah, he is fine. So like, I was just oh going to say this. So my mom showed me this very young, and I immediately remember telling her, like, "Oh, I like him." And she was yeah, like, yeah, like what? <laughs> like come back. <laughs> like what did you say? Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. If you have not seen <laughs> core memory, core memory unlocked. Thank you, Dan. If you have not seen this movie, it is old Hollywood at its finest. Like the pinnacle of like a Hollywood leading man. Yeah, like, absolutely. Oh Doing his all his own stunts, yes. effortlessly romantic and funny, and yeah, love him. Thank you, by okay. the way, for saying the year because I didn't have to look it up. Okay. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Is it me? Yeah. Yes. All right, so I'm going to go. It's one of my favorite movies um, of all time. The poster's hanging up. You can't see it, but it's in my room. Um, One of two actors to ever win. I'm pretty sure this is right. Tell me if I'm wrong. One of two actors to ever win the uh, Golden Globe for Best Drama in a Leading Role and not be nominated for an Oscar, and that's Jim Carrey for The Truman Show. Why oh my God, that? Jacob, I was literally going to pick that for my second. Yes, oh my God, it's so good. Ah, it, it bothers uh, me so much that he was not, that he has zero Oscar nominations. Oh, absolutely. When he Especially should have like at least three. It, like, and it was in a time when it was like, he started going for those movies and was so fucking mm-hmm. good. And then it's like his co-stars kept getting nominated and not him. Literally uh, all the time his co-stars were getting nominated yeah. on him. It's kind yeah. of sickening because I'm like, were they acting against a, a brick? Like, yeah. We always He's... say, did the movie direct itself, but like, did the actor right. just talk to themselves? Like, He's so brilliant in that movie. I mean, that movie is just brilliant, mm-hmm. but he is so good the way watching, the way he breaks down 
in that movie is just it's so fascinating to watch and it's one of those things that about that movie that rewards repeat viewings and you would not have expected it from him at that time in his career not at Mm all i also like he could he should have been nominated for that he should have been nominated for man and the moon (laughs) should have been nominated for eternal sunshine of the spotless mind should have probably also honestly should have been nominated for the mask because that is the mask is perfect comedic performance it's like the I don't know how to explain the weight that performance holds on me, but he is terrifying. He's hilarious. He is like everything in the world. And you know, the second they weren't filming, he was like, so what's the next scene? Like really calm and like, (laughs) really like, I just, I adore him. He was like 90s performances. He had like this. I love the cable guy. guy. Wait, Ricky, your background. I hate you so much. For anyone listening, he love. made his background one of the my third man that I would leave my husband for. <laughs> um, Jason Bateman. Okay. <laughs> I love the cable guy. I think the that fucking tracks, cable guy actually. is brilliant. brilliant. <laughs> my type brilliant. is brunette, tall, whatever. <laughs> like, no, he is like the perfect medium between Bradley Cooper and Willem Dafoe. It <laughs> yes. makes sense. The other He's one like is the dad of the three. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he really is. You have a I hot. Hate- grunky like the hot guy like in bradley cooper you have the hunk you got the william defoe no, the old guy okay, and then the you've thing got the is, a creepy dad. uncle the <laughs> thing <laughs> is so the other one is lee pace but the thing is other than lee uh, pace lee they pace. all dress like boring old dads like they wear the like, thing is that i would like to see a movie with the three of like a remake with the three of them of oh, three minute baby yeah <laughs> can daisy be like the daisy. baby exactly <laughs> And then you can be on set with her all the time. All yeah. the time. That's why yeah. I'm her guardian. Yeah, That's yeah exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, but I, okay, I already typed Adam Sandler on Uncut Gems, and I didn't even think about Jim Carrey, The Truman Show. As Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. Kenzie, your turn. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, I think she just <laughs> said what she was going to do. I... No, that, she typed that in for Jacob. Oh. I literally thought oh, that okay. was going. <laughs> I'm glad okay. he didn't say it, but I'm sure he still has another turn. So, um, will he say Ben Platt? Oh, <laughs> Don't even I'm walk out of this show right now. <laughs> I am going to go with someone I actually am not a fan of usually, but this movie changed my mind on him. I'm going to go Hugh Jackman in Prisoners. Oh. I, mm-hmm. I, yes. So I don't, I want to clarify, I don't like have a problem with his acting. It's just like, he's typically in movies that don't work for me. Nicole. Nicole. Nicole, um, I do. <laughs> if him and Matt Damon are together, I'm like, <laughs> holy water. Yeah. Um, like, but uh, I don't know. He, demons. he he just rubs me the wrong way. Um, but Same. I do want to preface this. I've met him and he is one of the nicest people I've ever met in my life. Um, he genuinely like one of the nicest guys. I, and so he, oh. he I don't want to go into a tangent on this, but he came to my office and um, he was so nice. He was like what do you do like so curious about what everybody does i'm like bro i've been here two months i don't know what i do like (laughs) but um him and him and prisoners like i personally i don't know how to watch it now that i'm a parent but um a haunting performance it's so visceral but like emotional but like quite i don't know how to explain all the levels he is on but um please work with the knee again i don't know on what but something else please um he's so great in this movie and i think about his performance every day and what an ensemble what an ensemble what yeah. a motherfucking ensemble mm-hmm. like, i think about God. i think about how good he is in that versus um is that my daughter is there <laughs> all the time and look i love sean penn love him dearly as an actor bad. not that as a bad. person but that is so far over the top and what hugh jackman does in prisoners is so good and like mm-hmm. the thing about it is like he makes you agree with him but at the same time aware that what he is doing is wrong so and wrong. i mm-hmm 
don't know how you pull that off, but he did. And I just, it's so powerful. And like to make me like Hugh Jackman is, and pick him. Mm-hmm. First pick says a lot about that performance. Yeah. Hmm. Also, oh, stay tuned for our supporting actor episode where I pick another performance from this movie. No. Oh, Gee, I wonder who you could possibly be thinking of. I'm twitching. <laughs> um, Ricky, no pressure. Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, oh, do I have to pick a movie? Period. There are so many options. Uh, I'm going to go Nightcrawler. Which, which you can nice. see um, part of our Gyllenhaal um list exactly. on our website yeah. Oscar I, Central. I love the fight that my stronger gave so that was that was highway robbery that was a no stronger loved it he's so good and stronger he's really no, good but, and stronger oh he's fantastic and strong but i'm gonna go nightcrawler i love that movie i love that performance mm-hmm. and i just wanted to bring up jake gyllenhaal because he should have an oscar by now um, like his when his you talk eyes, about commitment yes the breaking of the mirror i feel uncomfortable watching that knowing like what happened to him um he is absolutely insane in that movie and it became one of my favorite la movies which says a lot about oh, that yeah. movie um i i love that performance so much i remember seeing it in theaters and i actually didn't see it at arclight i saw it at the grove for some reason but i remember walking out and every single person around us you know when like you leave a movie with like not your typical audience and i remember everyone being like well he's winning an oscar and i was like yeah <laughs> i remember being like yeah you're right and then he wasn't even nominated <laughs> i love i love to think in my head canon in my head canon um reza med was never given like a script and he just had to react <laughs> to that he was <laughs> he's <laughs> actually so i just rewatched the night of and then i rewatched nightcrawler because of our jill and cella fest and mm-hmm. he is like such a good reactor to things like he i don't know how to explain it like he's obviously just like a phenomenal actor but the way he reacts to things it's like that like i genuinely feel like he had no idea what was happening was gonna happen and he just reacts because the way his i wrote jill and cello on my notes by the way (laughs) but the way he reacts to jake gyllenhaal in that movie is insane like Mm -hmm. also jake really like committed to the weight loss which i listen to him talk about and he's always like I did it very safely and I'm like did you like did you like you're very skinny you're very skinny skinnier than when you were a child which we all saw <laughs> Nicole back on the clock we're against right. the clock back on the clock I'm going to give two quick shout outs before I give my final one um the first is I wouldn't be me if I didn't shout out Kenneth Branagh and much do about nothing uh, I think it's the really impressive the hottest movie cast of all time. I think it's very impressive, A, when someone can direct a good performance by them, like of, you know, their own good performance, um, because too many actors who direct themselves then don't give good performances because they're not getting direction. Uh, but also too, I think it's really impressive when someone can make Shakespeare as funny as it's meant to be. And I think that he does a really good job of that in that. Um, my other shout out is to Peter Dinklage for Cyrano, who should have been nominated over Javier Bardem. Um, Gosh. Pour one out. Pour one, pour out. one out. Pour one for out for Peter Dinklage. Pour um, one out. My heart. But I have to go with one of my favorite performances of, honestly, all time, maybe. I think one of the better, like, younger performances I've ever seen. And also one of my favorite films of all time. And also the actor who was my high school celebrity crush <gasps> and that is logan lerman and perks of being a wallflower oh, oh my god oh my heart <laughs> yep um he's so good in that and i think he does such a good job at sort of portraying the mental anguish that the character of charlie is going through i think he has phenomenal chemistry with everyone in that cast but especially emma watson and ezra miller uh he who shall not be discussed um they call Rudd the scenes. <laughs> oh sorry they um sorry but um I think his scenes with Paul Rudd as the teacher are particularly like 
They're exactly what I pictured in the book. They're exactly what I pictured in the book. Yeah. Precisely what I pictured when I read that book. And I really love that. And I think um, he's one of those actors that like, we haven't seen him give like a really good adult performance yet, but I, I feel like he was so good as, you know, in his younger performances that I know it's coming. Also really quickly, because I know Ricky will appreciate this too. The Oscars that this movie is eligible for have not happened yet, but I know this isn't going to happen. Um, Sebastian Stan for lead actor for Fresh. <laughs> I would give anything to make it happen. I would give anything to make it happen. I was just talking to my friend about this movie because I was like, <laughs> I didn't really like it, but like, I love Sebastian Stan in it. I was like, I think he's so good. Is perfect in that movie. Mm-hmm. And my friend was like, are you a Sebastian Stan? <laughs> I could not <laughs> but, um, yeah, no one has made that joke before. No yeah. one. <laughs> but also, Nicole, like, um, I, I commend your uh, your strength in not choosing Sebastian Stan in Monday. <laughs> because <laughs> I, I, I was actually trying not to think about that on air. I don't think I, I don't think I have appropriate things to say about that. <laughs> so funny. Dan is on the clock. Okay, it's back to me. Um, well, <laughs> Jacob took the one that I was going to do, so now I have to <laughs> reconfigure. Um, we already shouted out Jimmy Stewart. Um, shout out to James Dean in Rebel Without a Cause. Insane. Yes. Was not nominated. What the fuck? Um, shout out also to everybody's favorite dad, Michael Stuhlbarg in A Serious Man. Nice. Yes. Cy oh. Abelman, Cy Abelman campaigned <laughs> against him. <laughs> also, shout out to Fred Melamed, who's brilliant. Um, my I, my pick is going to have to be another brilliant comedic performance that is does not get its due in any awards, and that is the fabulously foul-mouthed Peter Capaldi in In the Loop. <gasps> Peter Capaldi. (laughs) One of my favorite movies, one of the funniest movies I think I've ever seen. And like every other line is so iconic just because of the way he says it. (laughs) Oh, how about I put a little jaunty bonnet on your purview and stick it up your ass with a lubricated horse cock? (laughs) His delivery, like, changed, like, it could just be like really foul, but his delivery, I'm like, it's quite posh. Like it is. Like, I don't understand. Like And it literally sounds like he is coming up with these insults just on the fly. They do not that's sound the thing. scripted. It's so natural. It's yeah. so natural. Yeah. Oh, that's a really and then good one. when he has that character turn in the towards the end of the movie, it he it's such a big dramatic moment. Like, how is he making me feel for this asshole? That's the thing I love about movies like that is I'm like, if you make me feel for someone I was rooting against the entire movie until the end. Yeah. And honestly, to go up against James Gandolfini and literally wipe the floor with him. <laughs> Marrying in the Sopranos. Yeah, sure. there you go. Uh, the, the man is a, le- a living legend. Jacob on the clock. Um, so I, I want to give a shout out. Dan gave a shout out to one of his best child performances i'm gonna give a shout out to honey boy and noah juke oh yeah love him in that movie Uh, (laughs) i am gonna go one of the best chaotic wild insane performances of all time and that is gene wilder for willy wonka and the chocolate factory i'm saving but everyone knows he should have been not nominated for Uncut Gems. Willy Wonka, I mean, just like, just from the very beginning when you first see him and his little like strut through to the somersault. I mean, like from that moment on, you just never know what's going to happen. And he's just in the entire time. And I just love it. I think it's probably one of the best performances brought to screen. It's just, it's amazing. Borderline supporting. But True. I'll give it to yes. you. <laughs> it's the titular role. They they changed the movie. But that's because they changed the title. Yeah. <laughs> because Zira. they knew it was the titular role. <laughs> because he's the star. Okay. I'm going to shout out people I hope no one else. Well, Ricky, I don't think you'll pick them. Ethan Hawke, first reformed. Just 
Absolutely. Just pour one out. Just, I, especially as like, I've rewatched it as a parent, that movie just like really messes with me and his performance is just so emotional and heavy and it's so internal and external at the same time, just insane. And then I'm going to shout out James Spader, Sex Lives and Videotapes. I absolutely love that movie. And I've been rewatching a bunch of films that won the Palme d'Or and just absolutely love the movie. And I don't like James Spader. My friend is obsessed with him, thinks like that's the man she would lay down her life for. And I don't like him, but I love him in this movie and another Palme d'Or winner. But I, I love him in this movie. So my pick is going to be one of my favorite performances of all time, the start of my love affair with horror films, Jack Nicholson and The Shining just oh, yeah. changed my life, like just changed my life. I cannot believe this movie was up for a numerous amount of Razzies, um, WTF. But the just, way he makes you fear for the safety of the other actors. I literally like, was like, he killed multiple people on this side. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> please don't sue me. Um, but I he's so so good in this movie. And I it's not the interpretation I would go from for the book. Like it is not what I would do. But like I absolutely love it. I think it's one of the best performances still. I've ever seen and he is Jack Nicholson so like how do you do that but incredible love it I cannot believe that this film got paid dust but everyone everyone will always say the best line is here's Johnny but when it's he's not. gone up the stairs and he says Wendy darling oh I god, god it's so scary <laughs> Oh. oh my god it just i can chills. see his like putting yeah. his lip up like he like flares mm-hmm. his lip when he says it oh my god it's so scary i i love that performance i love it so much i don't ever yeah. think about the here's johnny side note i bought this movie once at a walmart when i was in fifth grade in one of those bins fifth grade. <laughs> in one of those bins of like 3.99 movies i don't know what the price is now oh, wow bins at walmart but it was like the cover it was like the here's johnny with the axe and um i gave it to my friend for christmas and her mom sent my mom a strongly worded email that she was not allowed to <laughs> yeah. <come> with me. <laughs> that, that's a baller move kenzie uh a few shout outs for me before i dive into my pick tom hanks captain phillips his best performance nice um that Leonardo last five DiCaprio, minutes the departed um should have been nominated for that michael b jordan fruitville station yes um robin williams one hour photo yes robert, robert pattinson good time mm. and last but not least so we're gonna talk i you know you guys got me in the mood for comedy performances that i loved and i'm gonna talk about the true snub of 2019 and that was the return of eddie murphy and dolomite is my name I thought that performance oh. was brilliant. I love that film. That film doesn't get enough credit. I saw the that in costumes. theaters. The costumes? The costumes were brilliant. Wesley I, Snipes. Wesley, Wesley Snipes. Snipes. Yes. That entire film was just, uh, what's your name? Uh, Divine. Divine Joy Randolph. Randolph. Yes. Incredible. Um, I love Eddie Murphy in that movie, and that's going to be my pick, just because I yeah. love Eddie Murphy. I think he's one of the funniest comedians of all time. It was nice to see Eddie Murphy back, and that's just something that I've longed for as it because as i was an older adult i didn't see a lot of that stuff i saw in like the early 90s the stuff that you saw i saw later on in life that i appreciated it but you really got a reel back in eddie murphy that we had missed for so many years so don't mind as my brilliant film as my little humble brag i have to say thank you ricky for getting my family in your nomination i'm related to the director of that movie so you're welcome there you go. Shout out Craig Brewer. Yeah. Also, shout out Taryn Howard because I forgot to earlier that nominated mm. lost because he was brilliant in Hustle and Flow. Yes, in Hustle and so, Flow. Yeah. Love Hustle and Flow. But yeah. yeah. So that was the show. Also, the way I almost selected Eddie Murphy for the Nutty Professor because <laughs> that love movie that. still makes me laugh. Incredible. It's an, one of the yeah. few times multiple performances work in that kind yes. of way. Except for all 73 Medeas. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. 
Oh my goodness. That's a, that's going to be a forever joke with Jacob and I for the rest of our lives. I love you, Jacob, and I'm sorry you had to yeah. watch that movie. But uh, <laughs> Dan, give us some plugs before we got to go here. Yes, you can uh, find me on Twitter at DanOnFilm. You can find my writing at Next Best Picture. And you can listen to me and Nicole and some other fun people on the new Awards Watch podcast, which yes. we're recording right after Ooh. this. So. <laughs> Nicole. Oh my gosh, I was going to plug that podcast. <laughs> I, still, I still will. I'm still going to The best part is that I wasn't. <laughs> I forgot. Tag there. But yeah, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd at Nicole Acton 16. I have link trees on all three. Well, the same link tree. <laughs> um, not personalized ones. Different branches. Um, yeah, exactly. Where you can find the rest of my work. Um, at a variety of places, um, including Next Best Picture and Wealth of Geeks. As mentioned earlier, I also have a podcast called Petticoats and Poppies uh, that looks at period dramas, being tries to put my history degrees to some sort of use. Um, yeah, and and I am now on the new Awards Watch podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, so Dan Nicole are on, and then Ryan was on last week, and he is also part of it. So if you're mm-hmm. listening please check it out. I'm very excited about it. It's like all my favorite people. So it's going to be good. I'm going to try and make this episode really good just for you, Kenzie. Thank you. No (laughs) pressure. No pressure. Please answer my question that he made me redo. (laughs) Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm done. All right. Yeah. Check out the oscarcentral.com, obviously. And then follow (laughs) Oscar Central on Twitter at Oscars underscore central. And you can find me in St. Louis. Um, that's it. <laughs> <laughs>